Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another episode of Drive Time, where we're asking kids questions to spark amazing conversations. Wow, we are a couple months into our third season, and it's going really, really well. I'm hearing about all the wonderful conversations that you're having as we're defining all of these theological terms. And so as we start a new month, um, yeah, let's continue, let's continue down this road. Today is November 5th, and with me today, I brought one of my most special friends. Um, her name is Mo. But her name, full name is Morgan, but sometimes we can call her Mo. Hi, Morgan. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. Morgan's been on the podcast before, so she likes to return and and throw her knowledge around from time to time because she's really, really smart. She's doing dual enrollment right now. How is this half high school, half college experience going? It's good. Yeah? She's walking around as a high schooler on college campus, just kind of owning the place? Pretty much. Top of your class, acing all your classes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's uh, last week. Did you celebrate like candy day? You get all the candy? I did. All yeah. the candy. Just buckets of candy. Buckets. Are you still going through all your candy? No, I ate it all. It's gone. All right. Well, you ate all your candy, which means you've left room for donuts. What it? Because today is National Donut Day. No way. That's right. It's like, oh, well, when I picture a donut, I picture my favorite donut. So my favorite donut is a cake blueberry donut, but you put it in the microwave and you get a little warm and toasty. Mm, it's very, good. it's very, very good. What, what would be your favorite donut? I like chocolate donuts. Chocolate donut. Like, are we talking like the, the long chocolate bars or are we still doing circles with a hole in the middle? Circles with. I like that. Maybe chocolate glazed or something. Ooh, chocolate glazed. Glazed with some chocolate on top. I like that. We're making everybody, everybody's mouth water as we talk about donuts right now. What is your favorite donut out there? Do you have a favorite donut? Maybe you like donut holes. Which, Morgan, the actual donut, you know, the big donut that you're talking about, there's a, there's a hole in the middle that's the donut hole, but yet we sell the thing that goes into the donut hole, and we call that a donut hole. It's very misleading. Our just mind, our donut minds just exploded. Sugary goodness. All right. <laughs> All right, happy National Donut Day. But Morgan is here for way more important things than just donuts, even though donuts are great. Uh, we're here to define... Our theological word for the day. And as we're entering a new month, we have a theme this month. November, our theme is uh, post-salvation. So we're going to be talking about some key theological words um, that are the definitions happen after salvation, after we've accepted what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. And today, our word is sanctification. Big word. That's a good Scrabble word. It is. It is. Sanctification. To sanctify 
Let's talk about it at a 10,000-foot level, high level. To sanctify means to be set apart for a holy use. So as the Lord is sanctifying us, he is, after salvation, setting us apart to do the things that he has called us to do. Even in Paul's letter in Ephesians, we are called to do good works, not to earn our salvation, but it's the process of being set apart for holy use. It's the process of sanctification um, that we are being able to do the things that God has called us to do. Now, sanctification um, is impossible apart from who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Morgan's Morgan's got it. And uh, so it's impossible without the Holy Spirit in our lives. And how do we get the Holy Spirit? By being saved. By being saved. So again, salvation happens. We receive the gift of the Holy Spirit And it's because of that gift that we can now be set apart for good use and to be sanctified. Paul says this really well as he calls the church in Thessalonica um, to be sanctified. And Morgan's going to read that for us in his first letter of Thessalonians. Now may the good... Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Absolutely. Sanctification is the process of becoming more and more like Jesus Christ in everything that we do, in all that we think, in all that we desire. And what Paul said, as Morgan just read, what Paul said is true. Like we want to be set apart and to be blameless before Christ. Now, we're seen as blameless because of Christ's work on the cross, but will we ever live perfect lives, Morgan? No. No. I'm never going to be perfect. Morgan's never going to be perfect on this side as we live in this world. But even though we're never, ever going to reach perfection fully, the process of sanctification is us acknowledging that there's a direction that we need to go. It's like Paul says that we're running a race. If we're called to run a race, what good is it just to sit on the starting line? Are you going to finish your race if you just sit on the starting line? No. No. Morgan ran cross country. She understands this whole aspect of running a race, that even though we're tired, we still what? Run the race. Still run the race. You still put one foot in front of the other. That's what sanctification is. We're allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us every single day to become more and more like Jesus, which means we should be changing in the way that we think and act after salvation, that we shouldn't be the same people we were before Jesus, that we're new creations and we're following what God has called us to do. That's what sanctification is. And so true sanctification, Morgan's right. It's impossible apart from Jesus Christ on the cross. It's impossible without the Holy Spirit. But once we have those things, sanctification is being set apart and pursuing after Jesus. So that's the conversations I want you to have as families. What do your lives look like after salvation? Parents, give your kids examples of what your life used to look like maybe before Jesus and now how Jesus and the Holy Spirit have grown you since. 
And then talk about as a family, what are the things that you should be doing and thinking and desiring now that Jesus Christ is part of your life and you're experiencing the Holy Spirit leading you down the race, which eventually we will all finish in eternity. But as we continue the race through the hard, what does it look like to follow after Jesus and to be set apart for good use? Have those great conversations, and we'll see you next time. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.